You are now tuned in to DAR Sports Media, the football pod for people who go outside. We are rolling into out of what week did we just have Axe? Five, right? Yes. Yeah. Five and into six. I was good. You know, keep me honest, like last week. I think we all know where we're going to jump this off here. For once, for one time. We're going to be cliche like all the other sports talk shows and start off with the where we left off last time with the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I just want to personally, I know there's probably some expectations for everybody out there listening, but personally, I'm kind of already over it. Anybody who knows anything about ball knows the 49ers were playing a fucking JV squad on Sunday. Knows. I, I'm not really that impressed. To me, that's just, we just went out there and did what we're supposed to do against a fucking inferior team that ain't got no fucking heart, ain't got no fucking chest hair, ain't got nothing. I sure do hope that all of you fucking people out there who were talking about this, oh, this defense and oh, Chicago Bears, and we're going to have this great defense, best defense in the league, dropped 40 on your fucking head. It's probably a lot of the same people who had slanderous fucking statements to make about my fucking quarterback. I don't know what else you guys want at this point because he went out there against supposedly the best defense in the league and dropped 40 on them. Four touchdowns, had another phenomenal game, is still either number one or top three in every metric that you use to measure a quarterback's play and performance. I'm already over it. I'm ready for a real test against the Cleveland Browns. I hope Deshaun Watson plays so we can actually get a real fucking test. Look at, I know, hey, hey. Okay, the Ravens. Oh, we're going to get to the fucking Ravens. Let me fucking tell you. (laughs) Because they took money out of my pocket this weekend. Despite what the Ravens offense did to them. It was still a top defense. The offense was just starting to get their footing. Deshaun Watson had had his first good game. Uh, I don't know if he wants any of this smoke. He uh, After he pulled himself out last weekend. I don't know if he's going to be in any rush to come back to play against the 49ers defense, but I hope he does because I put I put the Browns roster and what they've done so far over the fucking Cowboys. Cowboys are useless to me. Cowboys ain't 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 nothing. Not even in the same caliber. I'm, I don't even care. I'm not even excited about it. We did what the fuck we were supposed to do. Apollo, you seem pretty fucking giddy to talk about that game. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell us your thoughts. Hey man, look that whole uh, hullabaloo about <laughs> uh, Trey Lance uh, helping out the the Cowboys and <laughs> the scout team, whatever. Like, what what secrets is this boy really going to be giving out to the team? And and if anything, I mean, look. I feel like this. It wasn't gonna work anyway. <laughs> no. I mean, because boy, obviously you didn't grasp what they were, uh, you know, uh, what they were running. So how you gonna help them? But um, anyway, it was a dropping. It was actually really, really um shameful. Um, what is this like the second or third like like a uh, romping that the Cowboys took this year? Like, uh, I mean, what? Like, come on now. We got to stop with this America's team stuff. Now, granted, when I was a child, I was a Cowboys fan because, you know, I mean, the stars were there. Uh, Emmett and Michael Irvin and Dion, Troy Light, all the stars were there. So, I mean, what the fuck? I was a Chicago Bulls fan, too. I mean, damn it, weren't we all? So it was like, you know, it is what it is. But, um, I mean, I, I know, I, I'm, not, I mean I'm, I'm not stupid, you know, like since since I became an adult. But the Cowboys haven't been haven't been shit for real. So, um, I mean, this is just another like test. Um, this is another test of where they are. I, I remember Mike McCarthy saying that in like the press conference, uh, the post press conference, something like that. But um, that's that was terrible. And I'll say this: Mike McCarthy 
is running the same offense as he was running in the last couple of years um, in Green Bay when Aaron Rodgers was there. Like, I think he was running, what, 11 personnel or some shit? Bruh, this, you wanted to run the ball more and all that. Like, Kellen Moore, for all his warts that he was taking, he did have a really innovative offense. I think that was a big loss for them. Um, Jerry Jones is very arrogant, so it's no surprise. Of course, he's going to get rid of him. I don't know what Mike McCarthy has over him. He might have some blackmail over him or something. Because, I mean, this man's his, – his offense is antiquated. That's what got him fired. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, look, it is what it is. And it's not just all on Dak. I mean, Dak is a middling quarterback. He's always been an average quarterback. I don't know why people act like Dak belonged in the top 12 of quarterbacks as far as pure talent. I mean, as far as his numbers a couple years ago, yeah, you know, he had, he had good numbers. But that's Kellen Moore, too. You know, I think he had a lot to do with that. Because we remember, remember when Dak's first couple of years, you know, the offensive line was, what, the best in the league. They were younger. You had Zeke, who was, you know, young. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, it was different then. And, and Dez was still in his prime. So, it was like, like it's just another test, man. Like, the Cowboys aren't ready. They'll never be ready until Jerry Jones steps out the spotlight. They actually do pretty good drafting and, like, developing. I give them that. They had a pretty good roster for the past, what, four or five years. But it's just not stepping over the line. It's not giving them over the hump. And I, uh, I mean, You yeah. mentioned the coaching. It made me think of something. I remember remember you, everybody. I mentioned the coaching last week. And then what do I fucking see in the first quarter of this game? I mean, you talked about arrogance. They are on purpose lining up Micah Parsons across and Trent Williams over and over and over and yes. over and over. And yes. I'm like, oh, oh, this game's fucking over. Like this, I, y'all came in here and left your fucking brains back in fucking Texas. This is fucking done. Like, what are you even thinking? What What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? It's like, and and you know, this man, you you keep overusing him. See, that was always my my problem with Dallas. Oh yes, when once they found out that they had a steal in a gym with <laughs> Micah, they they just overused him. I mean, yes, it's great that he can go all over the place and play, um, you know, all over the line and, you know, shit like that. But, like, bruh, if, I don't want my best player getting overused. Uh, like, come on now. And then, I mean, then you have him against a, a Hall of Famer and Trent Williams. Like, come on, man. This boy's going to get that work. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Axe, what'd you see on Sunday night? Um, Saw that it was definitely levels in the NFC. Um, I expected the Niners to win by like 10 or something. I didn't expect a 30 piece in a biscuit. Um, Brock Purdy, once again, like I said, I didn't think it was a fluke. That game manager shit out the window. Like he keeps proving it every week, not a game manager. Offenses elite Fred Warner was all over the place, being a menace. Um, best linebacking core in the league. By far. Um, Dak definitely has seemed like he's regressed. That offense looks stuck in the mud. I heard that CeeDee Lamb's getting a little frustrated with his usage. I, I don't blame him. Um, I just like when we look at Dallas the defense, like now that we're in about the end of week six, they played the Jets and they played the Giants. And they're like bottom tier offenses in the league. So everybody was getting hype off of them initially, but it was based off of playing mediocre teams to start. So it's, it's levels. That, that's, that was my biggest takeaway from that Sunday night game. It's levels in the NFC. And, you know, people want to say game manager, but that first touchdown, uh, go look at the tape. Purdy eludes pressure, runs forward, steps forward in the pocket, and delivers a fucking perfect dime to fucking Kittle in the end zone. Off balance. Uh, off platform like i don't again I, I don't know i don't know what these motherfuckers want tay has been bold with his brock purdy support after sunday night uh, what else what what do we got here tay brock purdy i don't know what else he needs to do man yeah um i don't like a lot of people i think i said this last week i'm gonna say it again a lot of people try to throw yeah, I did say this. But I'm gonna say it again. A, a lot of people try to throw. Oh, he has McCaffrey. He has I. He has Debo. Like so, 
Like, since when did people say that about Joe Burrow? They say Joe Burrow's top three. You got Jamar Chase. So what? That's that's not a thing. That's not fair to say. I, I guess it's because of the way he came into the NFL. He wasn't the top pick, so people try to hate on him, I guess. But now nah, he's definitely top 10 quarterback. No no question about it. Better than Kirk Cousins, better than Dak, better than all the mid-tier quarterbacks. He's passed that. Yeah, Rock, Rock Purdy is special. Yeah, I mean, he'll take this look, team pretty far. We can name it off. Name me a top five other than Mahomes, and we have seen how that has hurt them. Name me a, a guy who's considered a top five quarterback who doesn't have a loaded skill group. Burrow, fucking Boyd, Higgins, Chase, Herbert, Herbert Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, fucking Quentin Johnston, Austin Eckler out of the backfield, great receiving back. Hurts, best offensive line, Swift, A.J. Brown, uh, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. That's the fun <laughs> What's that? I said Tua. Tua. Yeah, Tua. fucking Tua. do we even need to fucking talk about that track team? Like, so, you know, oh, he has good skill players. All the best quarterbacks have fucking good skill players other than Mahomes, and Mahomes struggling this year. So uh, it's it's a, yeah you're right it's it's a weird fucking argument to me, especially again when you look at this game, the throws are there, eluding pressure, dropping dimes, uh, dropped one in a bucket twenty yards down the field right over the linebacker in between the safety to Ayuk. Tay is on it. Tay is on it. Like I said. I had a five-teamer money line parlay rolling Sunday. Everything was looking great. My two underdogs, I stacked three teams that I felt good about, safe about, on top of two underdogs. Had the Jaguars and the Colts, and then Ravens, Niners, Eagles. I said, oh, the Ravens, they put up these points against the Browns. Oh, they're good to go. Like the Munkin offense is sunken in. Steelers look fucking awful. Like, where are the points going to come from? These dudes are going to ring it up on them. It was a five-team Moneyline parlay and over 32 points total. And no, sir, on both of those, I, and Apollo, he was a, he had some likes. He kind of saw the conversation. I was getting into it a little bit with some, some Ravens tweeters. Um, People don't know how to have nuance, man. There's a difference between it was all Lamar Jackson's fault and none of it was Lamar Jackson's fault at all. Yeah, the receivers drop passes, but guess what? When you hold out for that big contract to be a top five quarterback, it's your fucking job to elevate those shitty put because that's naturally what's going to happen a lot of the time. Unless you have an extremely talented FO, you get the big money quarterback, then you're expected to elevate those around you. Ask Patrick Mahomes about it. Um, and you'll be asking Burrow about it sooner than later because they're not going to be able to pay those receivers now. That's your job to overcome an underwhelming supporting cast at times. But yeah, they dropped a lot of passes. But some of the things both from a coaching standpoint and a performance standpoint, were just fucking baffling in the end of that game. The receivers dropping passes did not cause Lamar Jackson to throw possibly the worst interception of the season so far. That play in the fucking fourth quarter that gave the ball back because the people were like, oh, it's not his fault. He's not, he can't catch the ball too. I said, bro, those two turnovers single-handedly handed them the game. They went from having the lead to losing because of those two turnovers consecutively. But as me and Axe talked about before we jumped on here, part of that is I don't know what the fuck was going on with the coaching in that game. This would have never happened if Tay was the coach because he knows how to value and use his kicker. And that is something that the Ravens decided to just fucking abandon despite having the best one in the league. I don't know why in the actual fuck you are throwing a fucking end zone corner fade 
when you're ahead in the fourth quarter with less than five minutes left. Run the ball and kick it. What are you doing? He throws the worst interception of the season so far to give them the ball back. They score two plays fucking later. Props to Kenny Pickett calling his own play at the line and adjusting his own protection because he knows what the fuck's going on better than the offensive coordinator. Boy, that's a fucking mess. Someone tell me about these goddamn Ravens. Axe, Apollo, either one of you. Take accountability for what this fucking team did to me. <laughs> well, um, as was the case with the Colts game, we were up and then we had a fumble. This was time by Justice Hill, who's fumbled three times his last 97 touches, which is uh, considered a fumbling problem to me. Then yeah, we lose yeah. momentum. We start folding. Start overcompensating. It was three touchdowns dropped. The frustrating part about the interception was Gus Edwards had a four-yard carry on first down. They take him out immediately and then pitch it to Mark Andrews. And then it was some other stupid-ass play. And then we threw a fade to Washed Odell, who's not even healthy. Harbaugh said today, oh, he's still dealing with the ankle problem. Why would you throw a fade route to him? Like, Why are you throwing a fade route in that situation regardless? <laughs> like, I mean, to Odell, that's what bothered me. Honestly. Because that play by design, it's either it's well, it's supposed to be, unless you completely fucking fail on the throw, like you did. It's supposed to be either receiver catches it for touchdown or nobody catches it. But okay, so it's either a touchdown, which is a very low percentage, or you stop the clock for them. So, like, why are you even calling that play? I don't could have handed it off. And then that's yeah. not the uh end of the first half where we could have took a field goal on fourth and two, and we decided to go for it. And then I think Zay Flowers ran the wrong route. It was just like, oh yeah, we wasn't supposed to snap the ball. It was supposed to be a hard dummy count or something like that. And we left with no points. Could have went up 10-0 with the half instead of 7-0. It was just like so many dumb play calls and hardball talking about a miscommunication. Like, I'll say this, man. We keep blowing these double-digit leads. Hardball's going to have to be on the hot seat. Like, we're tired of it. And Tay did call that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Like, Tay's reaction. Nah, because, like... He's a clapper. Year, Just a clapper. Yeah, I, I gave him a little bit of grace last season because we did get to the playoffs at Huntley. But it's so many blown double-digit leads over the past couple of years. Players are saying, coming out on social media, we're tired of this happening to us. We're tired of saying the same thing. They tune him out. Like, you can tell certain players don't rock horrible. And at times, you just need a new new voice in, even though he won in the playoffs over 10 years ago. It's two playoff wins since Ray Lewis. Like, you can't keep getting passes. Like, we fired a Super Bowl winning coach before and Brian Billick. So, at this point, his voice is becoming stale, and I'm ready for something else. That's just kind of how I'm feeling, especially if we get another first-round exit. It's like, what are we doing? Like, we're just selling for mediocrity. That's even when we get to the playoffs this year. There's so many three-and-two teams. Like, we had a chance to really take a stranglehold of the division by going up three games in the division and blew a double-digit lead. Like, we really should be undefeated, but we blew double-digit leads in both games. It's annoying. Apollo. Um, what the X said was 100% correct. Um, I'm only going to follow it up briefly um, by saying this. I had my doubts about Todd Lincoln's offense when he got hired, and nothing has been done to dissuade me from that hesitation. Um, and you know, I mean, I, look, I know we got what I know we got a few wins and all that. I mean, overall, the season is still good and everything. Like, I'm not going to overreact, but um, it's just like I said, it's annoying. Um, some of the play calling uh, is baffling to me. Um, and and I mean, like I said, you, you have that age old 
an argument whether players should be playing preseason, but I think they should because, as we've seen, players can get hurt in the first four plays of the very first game of the season. <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't even matter at this point. You might as well just go hard, let them play a couple of snaps. But I say all that to say we're rusty still. Um, so, um, I mean, there's that Lamar – with you you wanted you wanted that damn money. We went through all this this this, this saga <laughs> basically over the contract. Now you got your money. You got your playmakers. Um let's show and prove. Um you know like y'all said it's been said at nauseum that was one the worst interception of the season so far. Um and it, it was just no there's no it's no there's no reason for that, you know. We're a better team than that. Um, we just need to be sharper. Um, John Harbaugh, he needs to be look, I put it like this. He need to be feeling some heat for damn sure. He he keep getting these damn what one year extensions that's saving his ass. That's cause Steve Shotty's cheap. But, you know, uh, I mean it might be time to be having a new voice. Um now I have a theory about the Steelers and the Ravens, and more specifically and the Mike Tomlin and the John Harbaugh era. I think that because I guess the quote-unquote Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks have gone, I'm talking about Joe Flacco and Ben Roethlisberger, since that era is gone, um, these coaches might be doing a little bit of, uh, dare I say, sabotage to their franchises because they're getting these lukewarm coordinators. They're not getting the you know young, innovative, offensive minds. And I'm not saying that all of those guys always work, Cliff Kingsbury. But, you know, it's just – more often than not, they pop, and they and they do and they do kind of hit Shane Steichen, even Jonathan Gannon, like you know. So I think I think they need to get new offensive sharp minds, and you know it might be something going on where they don't want to get a guy that might take their jobs, you know, because as we see, it's an offensive league and the offensive coaches get you know they usually get the jobs, so. Um, by Tomlin being a defensive coach and um, Harbaugh being a special teams coach originally, they'd probably be like, you know what, they'll get one of these guys and if he pops and, and Lamar throws for 5,000 yards and offense looks like the number one offense in the league, they might they might dump me for him. So um, that's just my theory. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just it, – it's sad. It's sad. Well, hey, the, the clapper strikes again. There are some things, God, it'll be the worst fucking world scenario for all of us. Some of Tay's takes are coming home to roost between the Jets getting it together, the Browns looking for real, and now <laughs> and now Kim fucking Harbaugh or John Harbaugh looking maybe fucking these double digit wins up. Tay, tell us about the clapper, man. Yeah, I told you about him, man. Can't trust a coach that doesn't call plays on offense or defense. You know, what, what is he doing for you? Nothing. Just watching the game for free. Getting paid to watch the game. That's what I call it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, the Ravens, the offense isn't as bad as you're making it seem. Like, you got a top five rushing offense. It's just that the passing game is just not quite there yet. You know, and it's it's early. It's early. It's it's coming up a week six now. It's it's still early. You know the Ravens always been a great rushing team, ever since you really got Lamar Jackson. And it's 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 top five of the league right now. It's just it's just early for the passing game. So the defense has been great. I mean y'all hold teams under twenty pretty much every game outside the Bengals, and you still won that one with this uh, offense that you don't like. But I mean, yeah, I, no need to hit the panic button. I mean, I feel like you still. I mean, the coach isn't. I don't think he's a factor. Like. Coach will only be a positive because he doesn't do anything now. So I don't think that's really <laughs> an issue necessarily. But yeah, I don't need to hit the panic button. It's early. You know, defense has been has been great for all the injuries you've had. So yeah, I wouldn't really worry about the Ravens at all. I mean, you know, you're gonna you're gonna slip against some teams, like you'll beat the good teams, you'll lose to the bad teams. That's the last what it looks like the kind of team you are, though. Just looking at it like don't like y'all don't take the, the bad teams serious. You play, you're gonna play the good teams very well. You know that, that's just how that's how some teams are. But uh, uh, offensive coordinator, you gotta give him time though. It's 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 way too early. 
is players don't get evaluated in six games after their rookie year, so a coach shouldn't either. It's way too early. You got to give them some time. Wait till it gets cold outside when you got to switch their plays up, when the players really can't catch the ball. Like, give them some more time. It's it's week six now. That's all the Ravens are doing. They're just getting ready for when it gets cold. Like, we, we, we already play we, better when it's cold. We yeah, already don't catch part. the ball. We already don't catch the ball. We've been not catching the ball. So we're ready to plan. Don't got to plan around that. Uh, speaking of coaches that you said you were not a fan of that are uh, just hanging around, uh, I know it's going to be a week past since well, by the time this posts, but I feel like we would be uh, operating in bad faith we didn't go ahead and take a look back on that commander's bears game that kicked off oh, last yeah. week <laughs> tay, tay, tay uh tell us your thoughts and feelings on that fucking fiasco and ron rivera that was terrible online terrible defense sucks I mean, head coach sucks. He doesn't do anything either. I've already said it. I don't want to keep repeating it. Uh, maybe you know why he's a coach. He shouldn't be a coach. <laughs> you want me to say it again? I will. Just no, let you know, I mean, but... no. I mean, we we all remember, and it's. Yeah. I mean, it's it's getting tough. It's getting tough to deny it. He, he doesn't need to be the coach. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't help us. He hurts us. He doesn't know what's going on. Like again, he's another fan that gets paid to watch the game from the sideline. Doesn't do anything. I mean, we don't make any adjustments. We just run the same thing. Defensive coordinator is terrible too. I don't know why he still works for us. He sits. I mean? He sits there and watches Sam Howell look like Michael Vick at fucking Virginia Tech, just creating plays out of his ass, <laughs> running around, and then we'll be like, "Oh, but we're gonna punt it on fourth and one." Like it'll be, it'll be yeah, third and fifteen, and Howell will do all this crazy shit and dodging people and bouncing off of tacklers, get fucking killed at the end of it, and they're like, "Ah, we'll punt fourth and one." God mm-hmm. damn. Yeah, he don't. He don't got that riverboat run. That's not his name anymore. Don't call him that anymore. He, I don't know. He just doesn't do anything. And that happens with a lot of older coaches, too. Most of them don't adapt. And I think that's him. Like, the, the NFL is caught up to him, like, like 10 years ago and passed him 10 years ago. I mean, you know, this is – I don't know. I don't even know if he should be a coordinator. He should be, like, a like a linebacker coach or something like that. He, well, he He's not a coordinator or head coach anymore. Real quick, defensive our, coordinator isn't either. Our last week five, I think, storyline. Um, while I got, well, I'm, I'm talking to you, Tay's takes, uh, how many games till we, we got to start having some weird conversations in, uh, New England. Uh, I would say. Cause they're not just losing now. They're getting the shit beaten out of them. Okay, I had a theory. I I have I have a theory about the Patriots. They should keep so, everything. So I want to say something real quick. Mm-hmm. The ten seasons that Bill Belichick has coached without Brady, his record is seventy two and seventy nine. Right. Okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I got this theory. I think they should. Uh, I think they should hold on to Belichick. I think the Patriots said, I mean, they're already getting, they're getting smacked in the mouth every game. Keep doing it. Go ahead and get yourself Caleb Williams and let's see how it goes from there. I That's what I think the Patriots, they should hold on to everything. He's already did it once. We don't know. I don't know how good Caleb Williams is going to be. I know he's pretty, he's a generational prospect to me. They should keep and hold everything they got. Grab Caleb Williams, you know, get that first pick, grab Caleb Williams, and then run it back and see how it goes from there. That's why I don't think they should just jump the gun necessarily and just uh you know move on just yet. It's getting there, but like if they were winning a little bit more than that, nah, maybe not. I, you know, I would say move off them, but they could get the first pick. The way as bad as they've been, that's not far off. And I think they might as well just just shoot for the stars, just go for it, just keep on losing, keep on starting Mac Jones, keep on subbing in Bailey Zappy. Just, just do that every game. <laughs> and they'll 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 be they'll be perfect. They'll be perfect for the number one pick. And it could it could 
definitely make some noise with that because, you know, I think you can change your franchise. So I think for that reason specifically, you keep everything you got and go for the first pick. Axe, how many more games until we got to start having weird conversations in New England? It's definitely looking more like that was a product of Tom Brady, not Belichick. Belichick did have to cheat and like videotape and deflate balls and shit like that. So it's looking <laughs> like a product of Brady. But I don't think that Patriots would quote unquote fire him. They would like move him to the front office role and have him resign before they outright fire him. Cause they, they got a certain love for Belichick. He reminds them of the old coaches from the leather helmet days and all that. So I think maybe in a year or two, they're going to have him, quote, unquote, resign. And he'll move to, like, an office role. I don't think they'll outright fire him. But I agree with Tay. Like, he needed to tank for a quarterback. Like, most likely Caleb or if they can't get Caleb because Carolina's looking rough, too. I know they just drafted Bryce, but they're looking rough in the Bears. Even though they beat Washington, they still got one win. So that's my thing too. Teams. Huh? Is is that's my thing too. Is like, oh, everybody's like, oh, Belichick, Belichick, Belichick. But I, I don't know. Are are that many teams really going to be doing better if they had Mac Jones? Yeah, I mean, that was his choice, dude. That was his call. That's his talent evaluation. Yeah, like, well, I, I, true, true. You're Caleb you're, you're has not a wrong. Personality too. He's the GM too. Yeah. Caleb has a personality, so I don't want to see him go to New England. You know, you got to do the Patriot way, and you got to, like, shun who you are and everything like that. You got to be a robot in New England. That's the only thing. I, I don't want Caleb there. But Belichick it's like – coached some personalities before, though. Bel- Belichick had a Randy Moss. Randy, Randy Moss, Moss and, uh, and Moss was silent up there. Yeah, <laughs> like you gotta do season, it his way. Best season he's ever had yeah, in his true. life. Well, you're right though, because okay, he has coach personalities, but when those personalities go to New England, they gotta, they gotta uh, do what we used to call shut the fuck up. So yeah, <laughs> that's why Chad struggled up there, man. Yeah, because he couldn't. Like you couldn't do Chad it. Was yeah. there. Like he, he said he was struggling with the playbook, and then Belichick didn't really like his personality like that. Yeah, that's the and thing. The, you gotta be a robot up there. The legendary Antonio Brown run up there. Um, right. <laughs> Apollo, how many more games until shit gets weird? Um, I put it like this: even if they lose more games than that, it's the matter of how they lose them. You keep getting blown out. I, I said the Cowboys got had a couple of shameful performances. These damn Patriots. Got a few on their belt too, and um, I put I put it like this: Bill Belichick, all he needs right now is a better quarterback. I like he at least has enough credentials that we can we can give him that benefit of doubt. I will give him that. Now, I agree with X. Nate Jones was his call. Um. You know, he didn't have to, he didn't have to draft him, but he did. I also felt that Bill Belichick did this boy a disservice by stunning his growth <laughs> by putting Matt Patricia uh, and Joe Judge as you know the coordinators of the team, stuff like that, or you know his coordinators basically, because um, that that's 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 the tactics of somebody, dare I say, trying to show his owner like, look. I am running this franchise. Look what I did for you. It's like a power stroke. And um, Bill Belichick, he has to he has to grow up <laughs> in a sense where, come on, man, that Patriot way, that shit is dead. That shit left with Brady. And um, Bill Belichick, he's not winning enough <laughs> on his own, that or at least not winning with style or losing um, in a competitive you know, manner. Competitive, yeah. right? To 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 garner that right now, and um, it's it's sad now. But like I like like the guy said, man, if you get him like Caleb Williams or like Michael Penix or somebody like like, you know, what I mean, one of these one of these cats, I think that would do wonders for the franchise. And I think Bill Belichick 
is afraid of that. Bill Belichick doesn't want to give the quarterback that much power like Brady did because, you know, Kraft was in love with him. And um, and there was also reports that uh, Mac Jones was going outside of the organization, like getting pointers and getting like like tips from other other I guess offensive minds and stuff like that. Bill Belichick didn't like that shit. So Bill Belichick he, he's he's petty, <laughs> and he and, and he's he's messing up his own legacy. Unfortunately, if if this keeps going on, so I give him about I give him for the next four games, next four or five games. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who they're playing offhand, but um, look, if they lose, they gotta lose in a competitive manner. But um, yeah, they got they they gotta look like something. They they I'll put it like this. One last thing I'll say. They're actually kind of worse with Bill O'Brien. <laughs> um, it, like statistically, they're actually worse with Bill O'Brien than they were last year. And you you had a damn defensive coordinator, so that should tell you all you need to know. Like this is bad. Bill Belichick, he has to. Uh, fire himself from the general manager uh, position. Like, stop it, man. <laughs> week six. Axe, what's on your what's on your agenda for week six? Well, the Ravens being on national TV for the first time this season, um, against Tennessee. Like, hopefully, they don't embarrass us in front of all the women and children. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, we need to bounce back. We can't struggle against Tennessee. They're, be... off, they're off my fucking betting ledger, motherfuckers. Yeah, I, I wouldn't bet on us right now either. Like, yeah, I'm still mad about what we got going on. Um, game tomorrow stinks. Like, I'm, I'm probably not going to tune in. Kansas City going to beat the hell out of Denver. Sean Payton look like he about to square up with Russell Wilson. <laughs> that's that's that, 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 that's why I want to watch it. Because <laughs> <laughs> he might he, he might bench him. It might happen. We might be there. Um, I, I am interested in Colts and Jaguars, though. Um, Minshew in spot minutes, he's been playing well this season. I always felt he was a solid quarterback. Mm-hmm. But he looks good in the Colts system. Um, see how they do against Jacksonville. They got JT uh, back. Yep. I mean, Zach Moss, he's fighting against that him, running right? game is going fucking crazy right now. Yeah, Zach Moss had a couple hundred yard games this season. It's yeah. Like, shit. Y'all sure don't want to spend that bread, <laughs> but it's too late. Um, Lions and Buccaneers. This is a good test to see if the Buccaneers are legit. Like coming off a of bye week. They are uh, three and one so far. Detroit's looking like one of the better teams in the NFC. So that should be an interesting matchup. Uh, I think y'all going to smoke the Browns. I- I'm still not believing the Browns. Me, um, I don't know. Well, it depends on if Watson plays. I think. Even if he plays, y'all going to beat them by double digits. Like, they beat terrible teams. Not move. I mean, I guess we're going to find out. I guess they, we're going to find out. PJ Walker. So I don't think he's going to play. Yeah, because DTR ain't ready. Like, yeah. so well, he's not fucking ready for the 49ers. But <laughs> you know, it's a it's a it's a decent road trip. Uh, like I said, they got a ton of studs on defense. Um I, I'm I'm excited for the test. I'm excited to see that test because obviously fucking Dallas wasn't no fucking test. So um I'm excited to see us go against a real defense, not a fucking hype defense. That's true though. Their defense is what, like number two, <laughs> unless they're playing the fucking Ravens. Fool's gold. Tay, uh, what do you got on tap for week six? Oh yeah, but don't don't disrespect the Browns defense. Against the, they only scored twenty one. I mean, when you're on defense the whole game with hope, uh, hopefully you can score twenty one. But anyways, um, uh, I'm looking forward to the Dolphins. I want to see how many points they can score on the Panthers. I'm definitely going to watch that. I like watching games like that. I like watching embarrassments. That'll right, definitely be fun. I want to see Tua. We got. I want we got to get him. Have to take Tua out the game. We got to get Sean um, D back on here, and he has to atone for that for that yeah, Panthers uh, take for the beginning of the year. <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, I, I want to see them have to take Tua out the game. I want to see Mike White outperform Bryce Young. After that, again, wow, I, I that's don't know. kind of vindictive. What did the Carolina Panthers do to you? 
I just mm-hmm. I, I like blowouts. I, I it's funny. <laughs> oh, so did you you had a fun time on Sunday night then seeing us yeah, sit, like, sitting yeah, everybody oh, yeah, at the beginning hilarious. of the fourth quarter. <laughs> when they when the players be dancing on the sideline and look like a fucking high school look like a fucking high school game. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh huh. They both practice all week. The other team just so much better. They just and they're done. Yeah, I, I like that. But um, I also want to see um. I do want. I am interested in the 49ers uh Browns game. I think that'll be yeah. somewhat competitive, especially if Deshaun oh, yeah. Watson's playing. It's gonna be competitive, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see that game. You know, I think my Miles Garrett. I wonder if uh, probably not on DraftKings, but I wonder if there's somewhere where you can bet on uh when Deshaun Watts is gonna come out of that game. Because if he <laughs> plays, he ain't fucking playing the whole game. He's gonna say, "Never mind." But <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I, why do y'all, why do y'all like uh, Michael Penix so much coming out of college? He's old. Oh my, we oh, already man. did that. He's old. <laughs> why do y'all like? Y'all keep we already old. did that. Axel already did a, a breakdown, yeah. and he is fucking balling out of control. He's still old. Stetson Bennett was <laughs> was balling out. Of, he's old too. You see, he hasn't. Stetson Bennett was Bennett's alcoholic. He was good. He's like, what? He's alcoholic. He was a Heisman finalist. He was good. No, no, he was good. Penix had four seasons in the injuries, bro. Like, so still he would have already he's been still out. Old. You know he, he was 12 and 5 in Indiana, right? And Indiana has been shit so? since he left. He's still old. Bo Nix is old, too. Like, why? nobody talks about Bo Nix. They talk about Michael Penix. They're both. So you feel I mean, like that's... Bo Nix is going to make it, but Penix has no chance? I feel like, like I don't see a difference. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe they'll both do well. Like it, maybe they'll both do well. I don't think like, either I'm either are going to do well. They've older. been in college for like but eight with years. The, hey, but with the era of the NIL, that's that's going to be normal now. And the COVID year too. That's that going to be normal now. With NIL, guys are going to stay if they're if they're at the top of the game. You know, if they're like top ten, like great player, especially quarterbacks who get the big NIL deals. They're gonna stay, stay in school, dominate, get paid a couple million. Like you're, yeah, it's gonna not be... be NFL prospects. Yeah, like I get that they're not gonna be in the NFL, and I'm not, I'm not drafting a 24 year old quarterback. No, I mean that's Why what it's gonna that? be though. That's what's gonna be. They're I'm, all gonna be 23, like, 23. The, the good yeah. ones, <laughs> nah, but the good ones, like think about Bryce Young was 21, Andy Richardson 21. They're all gonna, they, hey, those guys are gonna continue to get that drafted. was before the era of NIL though. They were Caleb in the Wh- no Bryce Caleb Young was Williams. getting paid too. Caleb Williams is saying he might stay. He's not staying because he I makes can, three million dollars a year. Guarantee that. Okay, he gonna make twenty million dollars a year in the NFL. Why would you stay? That's if you're what he's saying, if you're a top quarterback, you're gonna make more in the NFL. You're gonna if you're gonna top quarterback, you're gonna go in the first round. You're gonna make triple whatever you made in college. No, like, a lot I'm, of these guys. GM's not drafted twenty four. I'm telling, they're not. Yeah, like you know, they, they may be in the third round. But I'm not spending my first pick on a 24-year-old quarterback. And then you're saying he's injury prone. I'm definitely not drafting. Why would I draft that? Has two years to be healthy. Like Nobody drafted that. He's going to get hurt in the NFL again, like Anthony Richardson now. He's going to keep getting hurt. Nobody's going to draft he's that. He's not sliding. That's why he's getting hurt. Yeah, he plays with no, no regard yeah. for him. Yeah, that's his, and that's his play style. But I'm just saying, nobody's draft. I'm, gonna, I'm, try, I'm not going to lie. People are going to continue to come out that uh, come out of college at 21 and continue to get drafted, and the bums that stayed in college for seven years at 27, they're not get like. Why would you draft that? that I cannot. Make any sense. I cannot wait for when we have our NFL draft special, and I'm gonna put this audio to open it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I see what you're saying. All the top prospects are gonna be 21. No, I see what I see what you're saying. Like with Chris Winkie, Brandon Whedon. They were older and they didn't work out, but I'm just saying today's NFL is different. I just feel like panics can come in and immediately play at a high level. I just he makes. I mean, all what was he's gonna get until hurt, like you said until people started to realize maybe he was actually good. What did everybody used to say about Brock Purdy? Well, it's because he played so many games at, at Iowa State. That's why he's so ready because he's a veteran. He's not his first fucking rodeo. That's what they used to say. So some people still say, but everybody's starting to come around a little bit. Apollo, drag us out of this Michael Penix. We're going to have just a Michael Penix pod one day. What are you looking forward to in week six? Um, 
Let's see. As far as the AFC goes, I would like to see um I would like to see the Jags. Um I would like to see if they can continue uh winning games. Um because they had a nice back to back showing in London. Um uh I think that Trevor Lawrence, while he does make his mistakes, you can still see uh the overall IQ with him. Um, so I think that the arrow is trending upward for him. Um, as far as uh, the Bengals, um, I mean, it seems like, what, the past two years, when they hit that lull of either there, what, below 500, and then it's, it takes, like, one game for things to swing for them. It's because they're so uh, high-powered offensively. Um, we'll see if they get T. Higgins back. Um, but I, I would like to see if, you know, if they can keep this, this streak going on. Um, I still think the Ravens will have something you know, to say about the, the division. Um, Cause I still think the Ravens will win that division. Um, but no, it's going to be a, a, a dog fight. I will say that. Um, uh, speaking of Ravens uh, and London uh, going to go against the Tennessee Titans. I think this is a trap game. I am very nervous uh, about this game because you're going across the pond with a bad taste in your mouth. Now, it could be it could be a good thing, but, I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> this is one of them games where it could go either way. We probably lose by, like, two points. I don't know. But um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, as far as the NFC, um, the Lions, they're the story of the NFL, man, um, besides Taylor Swift. Um, the the Lions, man, they they're exciting to watch. Um, and I know everybody's seen when I was ranting and raving <laughs> about Aiden Hutchinson, but damn it, I'm gonna say it again in podcast form. This boy took out three defenders at once. I've never seen that yet. I I mean I don't know how often this may happen in the field of play, but I, I ain't never seen no shit like that. And I I I like the Lions. I like what they what they're building over there. Um, I've seen somebody tweet on Sunday it said. Uh, he rushes the passer like Waligi. That boy's just bad. <laughs> I'm telling you, this boy is a freak. He like who remind me of JJ Watt almost, like in his prime and shit. But neither here nor there. Um, the the Eagles, the Eagles, they are feeling the loss of Shane Steichen, but they're starting to find their rhythm. Um, you know, you, when you got great players. The, the the coaching shouldn't matter that much, you know. So um they're they're trying to hit their stride. Uh we're talking about the Cowboys at nauseum. Um and what else? Oh the Bears. The Bears are starting to they're starting to turn it up. Um it'll be interesting to see um if they can keep it up because Justin Fields, I mean, even though he's not uh running for uh, as much yards as he was last year, I mean he's still on a good uh, trajectory as far as that's being concerned. I think he's like what fourth uh was it the fourth uh QB in history they reached what a certain amount of yards like whatever the fuck Cam was leading and uh Michael Vick was leading. I mean that's not, that's rarefied air right there. So I mean you got something to work with. You got an upside uh to that team. And they got rid of Claypool who who is a cancer everywhere he goes. Um I, I think the only reason why Miami got him was, you know just to have him as for, for depth, because this boy, I mean, wherever he goes, he he's imploding, and he's that's fucking bananas to me. I don't I don't understand it, but they didn't give up doing. hardly nothing for him. So, right, it, it, he really got flipped for a a a, bo- a box of cookies or some shit. But that's what it feel like. But kind of like top flight pass rusher, Randy Gregory getting traded to the forty mm-hmm. getting traded to the forty ers Yep. Just get a little bit more gross here. Hopefully, he'll be on the field for the Browns game. Okay, they got to keep that boy focused. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The point is, I give y'all that. Y- y'all looking like y'all y'all going straight to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, know, you got to play the games. You got to play the game. But... It's not. It's not been. Yeah, exactly. It's looked like that a couple times, and something always fucking manages to happen. So. All you need, <sighs> all he needs, is the guy to to run his offense the way he wants, 
And that's what Bur- Purdy's doing. That's yeah. True has been sitting in the corner in a big leather chair with some brown in his cup, swirling it, cigar, looking looking at all of us silly gooses running around. True. You 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 playing up a little too much there, brother. Week uh, six. With the I with am, the the velvet house coat, with the stitching, man, I, 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 I wish I'm drinking a <laughs> bottle of water from Publix <laughs> and some mango lemonade. Uh, nah, man. Um, week six, uh, I can tell you what I'm not looking forward to. Not looking forward to tomorrow's game. I can tell you that for damn sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely looking forward. Well, let, let me take it back. That might be a good betting game. Actually, it might be a good game to bet on. You know what I mean? Like, damn good bet. Yeah, damn, damn sure. I'm, I'm, so I'm, 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 you know, I'm gonna take that back. You know, it's, it's only like shout, shout out to Tay for for putting me onto the to the shit I could use to bet here. Uh, you know, I, I I want some free lunch the other day, so I appreciate him for that. Um, yeah, I, I like I say. It's it, that could be a shootout, you know. I still think, I still think, obviously the Broncos gonna get their ass whooped when it's all said and done. But you know, to do his numbers, obviously the Broncos defense has not done shit uh, really this year. So um, not looking forward to that. Um, obviously, I will pick the Chiefs in that game. Uh, I'm interested in the Ravens and Titans games. Uh, Ravens and Titans game. Kind of curious to see how that turns. Um, turns out. Other than that, uh, you know, I feel like the Dolphins are going to beat up on the Panthers. Um, I'm actually, surprisingly, I'm actually interested in this Falcons and Commanders game. I'm actually interested in that game. Don't know why. Maybe because it's in, you know, it's, it's in the city. But I don't know. I, I'm, I'm starting to look forward to Falcons games as bad as they may be or as bad as, you know what I mean, shit, uh, you know, shit goes. But, um. I'm interested in that. Uh, I think Axe mentioned the Colts and the Jaguars game. I'm, I'm, I have a little bit of an interest in that. I think, I think the Jaguars. I'm, I'm really interested to see what the Jaguars, uh, what their ceiling is this season. Um, they, they look, you know, they look solid. Um, other than that, I feel like, man, I, I feel like these weeks, man, like we, we haven't been, we haven't been getting them like. I don't know. I, I feel like it's like one or two games we, we think is going to be great, and the game turns out to be trash. Uh, case in point, 49ers whooping on the Cowboys' ass, which um, I was very happy about that. You know, fuck the Cowboys forever. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not a lot of games that, that stuck out to me. Um, you know, like maybe, like maybe the 49ers and the Browns, just because of defense. But other than that, it's not a whole lot. Um like, I don't, I don't have it. Like, last week, I, f- I felt like the game of the week was going to be the uh, the 49ers and the Cowboys, but we saw how that turned out, and that didn't turn out to be the game of the week. So, um, uh, I thought I felt like it was the game of the week. <laughs> I bet you did. I, I bet your ass did. I bet you did. No, no, like, like I said, I don't, um, I don't know, man. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm waiting for it to really get ramped up and for us to start getting, you know, like in, in, in the heat of. Heat of the season when people start, you know, fighting for those, you know, for those wild card positions and and stuff like that. And I, I think, you know, but so far this year, like I was saying to somebody, I was like, so far this year, it's been a cool season. I love watching football, so I'm always watching when I get a chance. But um, some of these games don't move me like that. I'm gonna watch it anyway. But um, I think the Vikings and the Bears could be a good one too. Um, anytime, anytime those two teams go at it, I like watching. I like watching the timeline because there's no Vikings fans. Like I don't think there's any Vikings fans. Well, that's kind met. of a uh, a loser leaves town match too. Basically, it, you it's fucking yeah. over for whoever loses that game. Yeah, but like I said, I, I want to see that, and that's another game where I'm like, you might want to you know keep your eye on for betting. If you're betting on something, it might be a game to keep your eye on. You know, might 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 see some uh, Kirk Cousins yards and shit like that. Uh, I know Justin Jefferson might not play, but um, uh, he's on IR. Yeah, yeah, I know he's he's on IR. Okay, I, I know he probably won't go play. So, um, you know, we'll see. You know, like I said, we'll 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 we'll, we'll see how it turns out. Um, I'm interested to see uh, the uh, one team I'm keeping my eye on because I'm I'm curious about how how they how they move a little bit uh going forward these next three to four weeks is the Bengals. 
So I'm really watching the Bengals because, uh, like, something about the Bengals is making me get this feeling like, like, they they teetering on the, on on like a complete fall off, like a complete fall off. They two and three right now, you know. But I just feel like if the Seahawks come come into Cincinnati and win that game, uh, it's time to have a big conversation about them. At that point, you fall to two and four. You can easily turn your season around, obviously, but it's uh, like you, you know, and the Seahawks, the Seahawks surprised the hell out of me right now. It's being three and one, they surprised the hell out of me. So, um, yeah, I so those are the games and the teams I'm looking for, um, looking forward to. Like, I'm I'm not really pressed about the uh, about the Seahawks, but like I think that's a game. The Seahawks and Bengals probably a game when you like, all right, which one of these teams is legit this year? Which one? And I guess we'll see. So I got, but I I think it's a good betting week. That's what I will say. If you playing, if you 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 know, putting them player props. You playing player props. This is a good betting week. Uh, uh, this is this is how I see sports now. Unfortunately, so. Um, no, it's not unfortunate. It makes it fun. Yeah, no, no, it does make it fun and also sad. Uh, also, I'm, I'm currently yes. mourning. The loss of a of a uh, a home run bet that I should have round robin. I hit four out of five, and then five out of six didn't round robin either one. So uh, a little sad about that right now. But um, fuck baseball. Uh, hmm. Yeah, like I said, but this is a good. This is a, this is definitely a good week if you if you want to bet, make some money. You got some player props. You can put together a hell of a parlay and, and make some money. I feel like so. Uh, that's that's how I'm looking at looking at week six. Um, I think the next couple weeks though, next couple weeks you're gonna see some real interesting, interesting matchups. So, just looking forward to that. Something that you all, if you can look forward to, if somehow you're on this feed and you haven't yet, please go to the episode before this if you have any interest at all, uh, and check out our interview with Anthony King, um, from Wrap Up. One of the best episodes that we've ever done. Um, me and True interviewing uh, Anthony King. Um, you know, motivational, bunch of cool shared stories. Um, just a super cool interview. Go back and, and check it out. And you can actually hear Anthony King very soon with my brother, Apollo, on Who We Are, Volume 2, whenever the hell that shit come out. Uh, yeah, so... Tie that in, you know, DAR. I guess you could say DAR Swear City shit. We we didn't we didn't work together a lot, <laughs> you know, over this last uh over these last this last year. Or so so yeah, definitely shout out to Anthony King. Also, I think everybody on this pod was a part yep. of the mega NBA pod that we had. Uh, shout out to Phil Lindsay of Grapsity. Shout out to my brother Cam, aka Seahawk. Shout out to Ernest Alexander, who will be taking part in our week in wrestling recap, which oh, God. comes out this weekend. <laughs> and I got a lot to say, especially after today. So, um, yeah, check that out. Um, feel like I'm missing one. Feel like I'm missing one. Oh, you can also ch- make sure to check out Teezy's. Uh, TZ's interview from last week as well. Yep. That's a very important one too. No, that's pr- it's pretty much all of them. Um, but yeah, definitely go back. TZ's interview is is excellent as well, and was a ton of fun. And has one of the moments I uh, I still laugh about. One of the funnier moments of any of these pods. Um, so yeah, check those all all out. Um, the I'm the wrestling weekend wrestling on Saturday is going to be interesting. I can I can tell already. So uh definitely check that out. <laughs> Thank you for all the love yeah. on the last one. That was um I, I didn't really see it coming. That was one of our highest downloaded episodes ever. Uh Which last one? week's uh, last week's oh, right, the week wrestling. wrestling. So thank you, Morgan Jane. Thank you, Heartbreak Julio. It must have been must have been you guys bringing in the numbers. Um so appreciate that. Check that out. Uh there's like four, five, six, seven, eight albums from everybody on this panel. Somehow, even Tay's on one of them. I think I, I don't know. I'm joking. Um, but it's a bunch of DAR albums. Check them no, all we out. Get Tay, we we'll get Tay on the album at some point. Yeah, check them all out. As you can see, it is just breakneck, nonstop. 
because the world of DAR sports media never stops.